0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by
1: state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring,
0: Okay, Hey, one thing the game needs is more people
1: like you, you, you. Still have pro-man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlemachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is Baseball, baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host,
0: Rob Radford. Well, listen, baseball is not boring. And, you know, we have a lot of people on who epitomizes that. But there is nobody who epitomizes baseball not being more boring more than Zach Frangillo, who uh, is the community. Tell me tell me your exact title of the Savannah Bananas.
1: I am the director of entertainment.
0: Of the most entertaining uh, baseball entity on the planet. So <laughs> basically what that makes you, Zach, is the most important person in baseball. So oh, man, I don't
1: know about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Zach, we wanted to have you on. Um, you as a representative of your organization and we mean this sincerely that you know we're going through this week of thanksgiving and i just want to say that thank you we at baseball isn't boring this this credo this mantra this this cause all of this we want to say thank you thank you thank you for epitomizes what this message is all about for epitomizing Really, what is so important about keeping this game going? And Zach, I'm not just saying this. I'm like, honest, I honestly mean that in this year, 2022, there is no entity that did the job of spreading the message that we're talking about a baseball isn't boring more than the Savannah Bananas. Boom. So, thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Hey, I mean, if we can, if we can make one more kid join baseball and and understand that you know baseball is fun, it is exciting, it's entertaining, um, and there's more than one way to go about playing baseball. I think uh, as an organization, we we're we're pretty happy at, at that, and uh, our our goal from from day one here in in 2016 in Savannah has been make baseball fun, and uh, you know it, it's an honor to to do that week in week out and uh truly make an experience that is fun for our fans and for people that love the game of baseball even if it is a different form of baseball or in a different version of baseball that is a little bit more driven towards an entertainment style of of game but we truly love the game and, and we truly love the fact that we get to bring it to so many people and uh and get to entertain with, with baseball, because you're right. Baseball isn't boring. And, uh, and we just love to, to make it a little bit more fun for, for our fans.
0: Okay. So um, this is, so before we get to uh, the brass tacks of everything, I, this is, I, I use this example, was it yesterday we had? So another person that we thanked and I, we, we had on Rob Friedman, a pitching ninja. Because I love, like, Pitching Ninja is, is something I said. I wake up every day, and I look at it, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, you know what? This is what I love about I love this element of it. And I said, uh, it's sort of like a speakeasy. This is what we do is sort of like a speakeasy where we open the door, we open the slot, and we say, okay, tell us why baseball isn't boring. And you have to give the good answer. Now, you gave a little bit. Of, I, I want you just to find one specific thing, if you can, and say,
1: hey, Zach. Baseball isn't boring because why? Baseball isn't boring because the entertainment value is so deep. Uh, And what I mean by that, in in our sense here, you know, playing that different version of baseball that we call banana ball, there's so many ways to make baseball fun. And uh, that's what we try to do every day. And so baseball isn't boring because of the endless opportunities that the game offers you.
0: Perfect. That's good. We've had some good ones. And that's that was right there. That was top five. That that's was excellent. Cool. <laughs>
1: excellent.
0: I know exactly right. So Eduardo Eduardo Perez had one which I, I actually want to like transcribe and put in the Hall of Fame. It was, But it was like four minutes long. But it's that one is right up there. Uh, so elevator pitch. Like, I, uh, you know, I think the vast majority of baseball fans know all about the Savannah Bananas, but elevator picture or elevator explanation exactly what the Savannah Bananas are so that we can sort of move on from there.
1: Yeah, so the Savannah Bananas are the most fun team in sports. Uh, we we exist to make baseball fun. Uh, we like to say that it's uh, a version of the Harlem Globetrotters meets the Meets WWE meets baseball, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's it's a game that is we, we play a, a different version of baseball called banana ball, which has specific rules that gets the fans involved and uh, is a little bit more entertaining for for a casual fan and a casual night at the ballpark, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just a great time that's built around fans and a fans first mentality of making baseball fun.
0: And and part of that, you know, this is sort of morphs or or dovetails with what's going on in major league baseball. One of the, the, the foundational elements is no games past two hours, right?
1: Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, there you go. There you go.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We, we play, uh, we play with nine different rules. Uh, One of them, as you said, is, uh, is two hour time limit. Every inning counts, so you're never going to get a 17-2 to two blowout and the game's over by the third inning. No, every inning counts. The Party Animals score two runs in the top of the first and the Bananas score three. They win a point, and the inning is over, and so it flips. So the game just continues to move along. Um, can't step out of the box. No bunting. No. Um, it, there's no mound visits if a fan catches a foul ball it's an out um there's no walks it's considered a sprint which is one of my favorite rules ever which is it's just so fun to walk it's, it's so different um, but we play with rules that are um are built to speed up the game and just make it a little bit more interesting to watch as a casual fan um, so what I mean, is
0: the thing? What? It, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I was, I was just going to say, it, you know, I being a baseball fan my entire life, I was a baseball purist growing up. I didn't want the game to change. But once I got here, I understood that um, baseball doesn't have to be one dimensional. You know, it doesn't have to be just by the book and it doesn't have to be that traditional at all times. As long as you're putting out a product that is having fun and showing that baseball is fun. You're, you're onto something. And I think major league baseball is starting to get there slowly, but surely. And I think it's trickling down to the little league uh, level, which was really cool this year when we had multiple kids writing in as their favorite teams was the Savannah bananas. You know, that's that, that means a lot to us a, as a team, just because it, it proves like, Hey, we're, we're actually impacting the world in the baseball world in just a different way. And it, it's been really exciting to see. Well,
0: with that in mind, I'm glad you said all that stuff. Because with that in mind, what is the thing that you say of you know of all these rules of all these things that we we've, we've implemented that you say this should this should maybe not be the exactly the same in Major League Baseball, but major League Baseball should learn from this.
1: Um... I, you know, we get this question a lot, and I think I could go into each rule and kind of give a, an explanation of to why, um, why that rule can be implemented to Major League Baseball. But the one that I, I think I've come back to the most and, and I've stuck with isn't actually one of the rules specifically. It's actually our just how we do business, and that's the fans first model. Um, it's it's treating the fans with a, a different level of respect and love. Um, that isn't matched anywhere. You know, every ticket that is here in Savannah is $25, all-you-can-eat food, hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken sandwiches, drinks. Like, it's it's an all-inclusive ticket that truly, like, makes the opportunity for that family of four to come to a game, you know, and to, to really experience what we're doing here. And um, it's that. It's the entertaining from the second you get out of your car till you get home. You know, those are the types of things that I think Major League Baseball really needs to look into because right now the average ticket price is, is through the roof. And let alone if you want to get a beer at the game, I mean, you're going to have to take out a second mortgage, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad to see. And it's very difficult to grow the game with that type of, you know, ticket pricing and experience that they're providing. So the one thing I think Major League Baseball needs to learn from and, and, and kind of pull from our book is just listen to your fans a little bit more. Listen to what your fans want. I, I, I think for four years now, I've seen uh, end MLB blackouts on MLB TV and stuff like that. Like those notes that your fans are giving you, they're they're laying the foundation to make you great. You just have to take that leap of faith, and you know it might lose you a couple dollars, and that's 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 kind of the long game that we're playing at. Right before COVID in 2020, great timing. We got rid of all of our advertisements in the ballpark, just leaving you know, a a bunch of money on the table from these sponsors that are on the outfield wall. But what what we realized was is that our fans don't want to be sold to. They don't want to come to the ballpark and listen to that foul ball was brought to you by Safeland auto glass. It doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't mean anything to them. They don't care. They, they just want to go and have a good time. And so I think if major league baseball really took a deep dive internally and, and got back to the fundamental idea of what their product is and really just, you know, thought about it from a fan's perspective, I think they would be able to, to make it the greatest game on the planet and, and really you, grow.
0: You know, one of the things, Zach, is that you talk about MLB, of, like, taking notice of what you're doing. And I think that, first of all, they have. I think mm-hmm. that, your you know, your plans for 2023 show that. Um, but also, I think the one thing, if we're going to say, like, okay, one thing which MLB would look at And say, oh my goodness, you know, this is, this is, there is, what is going on here? And it's the TikTok followers. Like, honestly, it is. I mean, the fact is, is that you have, uh, you know, how many more million, so the Yankees are the top TikTok uh, team right now, right? Correct? Yeah. Followers?
1: I think they're around a million. We'll, we'll, and, we'll, and you
0: guys, and you guys are at like three million,
1: right? Yeah, we we can we can look at it. So the Yankees right now are at, um, they're at one million exactly, one million exactly, and their last post was uh, four days ago. The Savannah Bananas, which is actually pretty impressive for the Yankees. Four days ago, Savannah Bananas currently have three point seven million followers, and our most recent post was an hour ago. It's. it's I mean,
0: am I wrong? I mean, I think. Yeah, that, I don't. I, right. I, I don't know if MLB anybody MLB has sort of like slyly said, "Hey, what, what's going on? What are you doing? What's the secret <laughs> sauce?" You know. But that, if nothing else, that should make them stand up because yeah. we know that this. That you know they're fighting the demographic battle. And at the, at the, at the, on the front lines of this demographic battle is TikTok.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. We live in a, we live in a swipe world is what we call it. A swipe world. You can get entertainment at, at, at the drop of a hat, at a swipe of a finger, you get endless entertainment for hours. Right. And, um, that is a huge shift, you know, living in this generation of, of swiping and, uh, and fingertip entertainment, like we call it, you have to appeal to that crowd and it comes back like, just like you said, is, you know, how are you making the game entertaining via social media? Um, and it's not easy. It's it's really not easy, but it is being willing to take a, a leap of faith a little bit and start to look at, um, you know, your players and really kind of take a page out of their book and, um, understand that they're people too. And there's, there's absolutely a character in each of those locker rooms that is, crazy out there and unique and is willing to do stuff and willing to market themselves better. And, um, uh, you know, take, you know, maybe it's not necessarily dancing and, and the crazy stuff that we do. I mean, I don't expect anybody to do that, but, you know, start, try, try making your players a little bit more personable. Don't make them, uh, you know, just crazy celebrities that you can't have access to, you know, that's, that's so tough for us.
0: Well, it's so, I'd be interested to get your perspective of it because we've talked a lot about sort of the evolution of this year. You know, we did this project based on the springboard with, with Joe Kelly, a project we did, I mean, going back to January. And, you know, a big thing that Joe talks about is, you know, why are guys so guarded? Why are guys so uh, worried about being perceived? And, and that conversation went all the way to the interviews in the dugout during the postseason where mm-hmm. some people like, I don't like those. And But the fact that they were actually doing them was, oh, my goodness, the players – and as Joe said – it wasn't like there were there were guys looking giving the side eye down down in the dugout. Everyone accepted that. But 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 when you talk about seeing the players and being getting the personalities out of the players, I think that this is this year was a step forward. But this is still the work in progress. You had Papelbon, you had P V, you had uh, obviously Bill Lee, you had guys who is it, hey, I don't or was Red Redick was there too, right? right? Yeah. Am I missing anyone? The former major leaguers? Eric
1: Burns was our head coach.
0: Eric Eric Burns, right? So these guys get it. These guys went there, they had they had fun. And so but that's where they gotta get with the current players. And on every team, you might have a couple, but they're still so protective of their brands. Right. And I don't know if you agree with that or not, but that's my perception.
1: You know, I, I It's, it's tough. You know, I I can understand both, both sides of the aisle. Um, but I mean, for us, we're not really focused on that too much. Um, because we're very lucky and we're at a point now where the people that are coming here to play here kind of understand what they're getting themselves into um and they understand that you know you're you're going to have to do stuff that's out of your comfort zone and you're gonna be allowed to have more fun you know josh reddick said it was the most fun he's ever had playing baseball I, and i mean that's it, the dude won a world series you know and I, I would be shocked if he like went on a very serious baseball podcast and was like most fun you ever had playing baseball he said the savannah bananas it wouldn't surprise me all all if he said that, but like I said, he won a world series. And so um, I I think you hit the nail on the head of just, you know, at least they're taking the steps of (sighs) like the interviews and the dugouts. Like you said, those were awesome. And it was really cool to see those unique perspectives. Um, But I think they're getting there. I think they're getting there slowly but surely, but it's going to take a team to really make a leap of faith and really start to market themselves and um, not worry too much about selling and more about just selling their experience and their players, and um, <sighs> letting their letting their social media following take off because they're doing things that no other teams are doing.
0: Well, you, you know how I know that it's it's morphing into uh, the the other professional leagues is as just the other day I, I saw I, I thought it was a banana, banana game. Whereas Jubal Cabrera tackled a guy for, for pimping a hotel a home run. Yeah, so. that
1: was wild. That was that right. Was
0: wild. But that's that's almost something. Honestly, that's almost something out of a Savannah Bananas game. Right. isn't it?
1: <laughs> it was that was insane. I've never seen something like that before of of, you know, just we, we, <laughs> Forward in this game of like have fun, hit <laughs> your home run, like, uh, yeah. play for it, and then you see that it's like oh my gosh, that's
0: but but here's here's the difference is yeah. that after you tackle them in, in in a bananas game, they would both get up and start dancing with each other, correct? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yes, exactly. So- <laughs> they
1: would, would be a pillow fight or something.
0: <laughs> but so you know, you go back to the beginning, and this is what I want to talk, you know, or highlight is that you guys have had such an impact, I feel, I feel on the game of baseball in such a good way, such a positive way in the year 2022. And, and so looking back when the year started, we, we knew about the Savannah bananas, but this year uh, you have the ESPN thing, you know, you, You obviously, I think it took. a don't know.
1: Like, for instance, where were you on TikTok at the beginning of the year? You don't have to have exact numbers, but it was. uh, It was just over. It was actually. I know the number. It was nine hundred ninety-eight thousand followers. Oh,
0: can you imagine? So, can you imagine that that you picked up two million followers in a year? Yeah. And so I, I hate to keep coming back to the TikTok thing, but this is a microcosm of in so many ways of what we're talking about. Yeah. And, And so, so to think back to when the year began, to where you are now, for you, I mean, it must be A, tremendously
1: gratifying, B, like, mind-blowing a little bit, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I came in in, um, in 2021, um, at, right after, it was in March of 2021 is when I first started here with the Bananas. And my first game was actually Banana Ball. And this was when we were doing the One City World Tour um, in Mobile, Alabama. And I started here in Savannah and uh, and fell in love with it, but it took I mean th- the team was founded in 2016. I want to say the first TikTok was in 2018 or 19. So it took you know two and a half years to build up to a million. And then we go on this world tour. And we go to seven cities as opposed to one. We take this leap of faith and we do this test of like, can we take this to major league ballparks? Can we take it to minor league facilities? And can we really travel with banana ball? And we realize that not only yes, we can, but that people are, really really want it and they're dying for it you know we we were almost sitting at a plateau with where we were at content wise when it came to our college league and regular baseball you know we we did some crazy antics and 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 had fun with our college team but at the end of the day it was regular nine inning baseball and it really limited what we could do uh from a content and entertainment standpoint. And so that's when we decided to go all in on this banana ball thing. And it started pretty early on with our, with our tour, with our seven city tour and our fans rewarded us immensely, you know, with, with views and following. And, you know, I think we gained, I actually remember it very clearly. It was while we were on tour, we hit 1 million and um, our office had like a party kind of like, they they we were still on tour, so we were kind of grinding, and so they uh, they rewarded us with a future one million follower party. And before we could even do that, it was like two weeks later we had hit two million. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so we not only did we gain like a couple hun- a couple thousand followers, we gained over a million followers in the course of almost a month. And not only gratifying, but it's also it's it's what I talked about earlier of listening to your fans. We listen to our fans and realize, yes, this is the future of what we're doing. It's never going to be regular baseball. It has to be a banana ball. It has to be people want Mm -hmm. it and we need to take it to more people. And so unfortunately, like uh, seceding from the CPL, I think it was really upsetting for a lot of people, the CPL being our Coastal Plain League, which was that regular college uh, collegiate baseball league, similar to the Cape. Um, Mm -hmm. It it was sad for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, we can only have 4,000 people here in Savannah. And it's very difficult to get tickets here. Now what we get to do is if we look at the numbers of how many fans we actually went to last year with the seven city tour and our college league, it was maybe a little over 100,000 people. You know, Mm. now we're looking at entertaining and bringing this show to half a million people. To 500,000 people this upcoming year and oh. and then who, who knows what happens to the social media from there, but it is listening to our fans. And so it's just being excited of the opportunity to continue to take this to more and more people around the world.
0: And I would imagine also the, the, the players who want to be part of it, it are like is night and day. Like you just had tryouts, right? You had, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. right. So, I mean, what were the numbers to, of, of tryouts compared to years past, or, yeah. or I mean, what was the? Uh, I mean, did you have anybody who who came in who was like, you know, oh, like wait, wait a second, you should be in AAA right now, or whatever? I mean, what was what was that like after yeah. going through this whole year?
1: Well, I, I was lucky enough to kind of before I even was considered for the job or he had even talked to Jesse Cole, the owner here, um, I saw Dallas Braden posting saying, I'll pay for everybody's hotel and airfare to get to a Savannah Bananas tryout back in 2021 for the One City World Tour in Mobile. And I remember that pretty clearly. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like, that's a cool gesture. And it, I don't want to say it was, it, it was just it was just different. You know, the talent is so much different and. Going from that one city world tour where we had our two teams and there were some fill-in guys and, and and it was it was just a very different feel to what it is now. I mean, these guys are freaking good. They are good <laughs> ball players. And then come to this past weekend, it, it's like we could have had a full another team if we wanted to. Yeah, and. and it's it's sad because you have to say no to a lot of very good baseball players and people that are extremely entertaining at the same time I mean these guys are they know what they're getting into so they get here and they put it all on the table and they're the funniest people in the world they're they're having the time of their lives and they're just having fun playing baseball and I, what what more could we ask for them you know and so it's become a challenge just putting together these teams. You know, it's so hard because these guys are so good. Um, I wouldn't say anybody at the AAA or AA level. Yeah. Without, but high independently guys, you know. The, oh, yeah. high high like could get picked up at any given time are starting to say no because we offer a better experience and more and more fun. And they get to play in front of more people. And they really get to live out almost a celebrity dream as a baseball player here. And uh, it's really, really cool to see these guys buy in and really just own the entertainment and the fun and who we are as a, as a brand of that fans first brand model.
0: What like we've talked about, you've had some, some people who like some former players who obviously a lot of people know, um, but you know, and they did, some awesome. I mean, just like, again, like watching Papelbon, even just like watching Papelbon way down and roll over. Like, it was just like (laughs) funny to me. Um, but, but, uh, what would be the, this is a hard one, but what of all the sort of, um, um, I don't know how to phrase it, but of, of all the, the things that you did, of all the like the the uh, um, achievements, not achievements, but things that you did. I mean, set yeah. a bat on fire or whatever, what would be the, the one thing that you're like, I can't believe we pulled that off?
1: Uh I think probably the flaming bat. Um the flaming bat was really cool. Um and just how that came together from the you know from the very simple uh, idea stage to execution and um, not telling anybody that it was happening kind of thing and really letting it be a surprise was really, really cool and exciting. And, and it brought this new idea and it's it sparked our new ideas for this upcoming year, which is pretty exciting.
0: Well, okay, so that said, what what are some of the things that we can promote that, that are coming up for the, the year coming? It's a lot of exciting stuff. Yeah. I'm going to give you the, the stage here. Tell me everything that is coming up in 2023. Uh, yeah. Where You don't have to go through all the cities, but what you're going to be doing. And because yeah. we talk, I am I am so blown away about how much you've grown in this last year. And you use yeah. the social media numbers to, to sort of – to make that very, very clear, but I can't imagine what it's going to be like next year. So what do you got coming up?
1: Yeah. So we're going coast to coast and it's, it's very funny that we've said it from the start of the, you know, the one city world tour or the seven city world tour. It's not about where we're going right now. It's where we're going in the future. Right. And it's where we're going to be. And that's why then the wording has always been world tour. Um, And we're going coast to coast this year, 33 cities um, from, You know, Rancho Cucamonga, California, all the way up to Portland, Maine and pretty much everywhere in between. Um, And we're playing in bigger ballparks with more people, more fans and uh, more entertainment. You know, we're always bringing on new characters. And so I'm excited about some of the new characters that are going to be joining us. I'm excited about some of the cast that we have uh, coming up. And like I said, the players, the players are bought in. And this is going to be a very, very fun season of Banana Ball. I mean, it is our full time thing. and and still getting to bring it to savannah and and there's nothing like we we use this analogy a lot which is kind of funny of like you can you can watch frozen on tv or you can watch mickey mouse clubhouse on tv but there's nothing like going to disneyland right you can come see us on the road in your cities and all this thing and you're going to get an incredible product that we're very proud of but there's really truly nothing like being in savannah so also being able to play in front of our fans in savannah and have more games than we would have if we were in the coastal plain league uh it's been really cool to see and we're very very excited about that
0: well listen i once again thank you thank you thank you please pass on a, th- a huge thank you to all your cohorts all the players all the executives all, all the everybody everybody nope. thank you so much and um, you know, we, like you said, we're we're like-minded. We we had this cause. You guys obviously have taken it at the mountain of of giving this message. Baseball isn't boring. We appreciate it. We're said if we could send you a million T-shirts, we would. We'll send you a few more. Uh, but uh, but Zach, so thanks so much for joining. It's always great to talk to you. I can't wait to meet you in person.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Have me anytime. I'm I'm excited. I love talking about it. So anytime you guys need it, you let me know, and I'll be here.